Power Play Show, a Ranger Review Podcast. We are coming to you live from the Ranger Room in Mammoth King Studios in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. My name is Dan. I'm Freddie. And it's uh, Kaku Ranger Day, as you know, Thursday. It's the best day. Unless Monday's the best day. Unless Friday is the best day. That's probably not true. <laughs> Unless you get paid. Well, fr- Friday, yeah. <laughs> you know. We live in Las Vegas, so Friday's probably not your Friday. Yeah. If you live in this town, it is mine. Mm-hmm. But that's because of years of suffering. <laughs> Even though I miss weekends if in the you, summertime. Yeah. Service industry is service industry is king here. But if you work in industry, Friday is most definitely not your Friday. Yeah. And in fact, it's probably a terrible day. Because it's other people's Fridays. Yeah. And they're always going, happy Friday. Happy Friday. But you know what? It's not your Friday. It's your Monday. Yeah. You had Wednesday and Thursday off. You listen to Power Play through all day Thursday, which is today. And then when you go back to work tomorrow, because you didn't save your podcast for work, why would you? (laughs) Uh, Someone comes up to you and says, happy Friday. And you go, oh, it's not my Friday. And then they don't know what to say. Yeah. Because... They're just trying to share their joy with you, and then you're like, no, it's my Monday. Feel bad for me. Yeah. I'm going to go to the employee dining room and eat a flat meat sandwich. What's a flat meat sandwich? It's just sandwich meat that they cut so thick that they can't call it deli meat. It's just thick. I thought it was going the other way. It's thick. Yeah, it's cut so thick that it's just called flat meat now. Like Spam? Spam was kind of... Spam is thick. No, like they had... Some thick-cut Black Forest ham that's just flat. Mm. You know? Yeah. At what thickness does ham become unappealing? (laughs) At what thickness (laughs) does ham become unappealing? Yeah. Thick enough to where, like, I want to see through ham. Oh, okay. I don't know about you. Well, see, well, it depends. Sandwich ham? Yeah. yeah, we're doing it thin. But if we tell them about like holiday ham, see, here's here's the problem. Ham thickness, ham is, steak, ham thickness is all dependent on the temperature. Go on. If you're gonna give me a cold ham, I need to see through it. You give me hot if you're ham. gonna give me a hot ham, do whatever you're doing. Yeah, you make that DC shoe sole thick. <laughs> yeah, you give me. <laughs> If you serve it to me hot. But, that being said, hot ham, you can cut that as thin as you want, too. Because I love an Arby's hot ham and cheese. Mm. That is That does sound good. Yeah. That does sound really good. Wow. Haven't had Arby's in, in some time. Since the last time I took you to Arby's. Yeah, why don't Arby's get out there? Like, they have the meats for sandwiches. They have the meats for sandwiches. But why don't they get out there? Like, really get out there? 
because they've been maligned so much in popular culture. Like, oh, uh, you know what? I'd rather eat Arby's. Yeah, I don't get it. Like, yeah. s- s- the, we already touched on this. I think The Simpsons started it. The Simpsons did start it. The McElroys made it popular. Yeah. Uh, years ago, I was on the McElroy pot family of podcasts Facebook group. Yeah. And someone said, please post your truth here. And I said, please post something that the McElroys said that you do mm-hmm. that makes you feel weird when you think about it. And I posted on there, I've sat alone and ate in an Arby's and had a great time. And there was hundreds of replies of people going, either you're a monster, how dare you. Yeah. But a couple of people, the ones that I latched on to, were the ones that were like, you're just living your best life, man. Enjoy your truth. You know. Yeah. I am all for an Arby's melt. Yeah. I'm not much for a beef and cheddar. Yes. I yeah. don't really like the, the bun. See, the, I uh, moved the on. The on- onion bun? The yeah, you can ask un- for a regular bun. I do do that. You can ask for a regular bun. I do do that. But the Arby's melt comes on that, like, the, the, the toast. Yeah. The untoast toast. Yes. Bread toast. Toast cut bread. Texas toast. Texas toast. No, untoasted. Untoasted. Untoasted Texas toast. Thick bread. Thick bread. Yeah, thick bread. Gouda bread. Thick (laughs) Freddy. Thick bread. (laughs) Thick bread. The Arby's meats. Just a whole bunch of cheese sauce. Yeah. See, I moved on to the beef and cheddar when the hot ham and cheese and the barbecue left the dollar menu and it became the $3 menu. I, mm mm-hmm. Because those sandwiches are delicious, but they're not $3 delicious. I remember when the RBQ was at a ridiculous price. Like, cheap, meaning. It used to be 99 cents. Yeah. And that's when I found out you can get a headache from having too much barbecue sauce. <laughs> you, could have a, you can get a headache from having too much anything. Well, I okay, let's, all right, let me phrase that. I found, I found my limit <laughs> to at which point I get a headache. Um... In barbecue sauce. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I think that was four sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, I think that was four. My move. Four you, head thumping from the, the BBQ. My move used to always be right up in an Arby's. Uh-huh. Two hot ham and cheese. Two hot, uh, two, two hot, two hot ham cheese. I should even call like the fists, you know? <laughs> They should, have cheese. Yeah, they should yeah. call this one that they call one Arnie Palmer. Yeah. And they call the other one Bryce Decker. Yeah. I just come in there, I say, give me a Palmer and a Decker. Yeah. And then <laughs> also give me a large curly. Yeah. Four piece mozzarella stick and a medium drink. Their mozzarella sticks aren't bad, man. I've said it on the podcast before. This is the best, best fast, food. fast food mozzarella best stick fast, in the game. The best fast food mozzarella stick. I agree with you. Yeah. I think I agree with you. Was what was the other competitor? Jack in a Box is a terrifying menace with their mozzarella sticks. Their Sonic. I remember McDonald's had them for a while. They were also on, they were on that like three for two dollars menu. Also for that, fuck it, we tried this like menu. Yeah, those things were garbage. Yeah, the first time I well, tried they, those, they when also, I was they also had like. I feel I feel like you can get a mustard and bologna sandwich on a two for three. You, you know? could. <laughs> Basically, that was an oregano stick with a with a yeah with it a was dream of Oreg- cheese. like yeah yeah it had a thin sliver of cheese, o- oregano 
and then some bat. It was some some uh like a uh, shake was, and bake. It was it was lightly breaded. Shake and bake, mostly an oregano stick. Yes, with a sliver of cheese down a thread of cheese down the middle. Yeah, the first time I had one of those was uh, when I got pressured into playing the UFS World. Oh. UFS Worlds. What a bad day. Yeah. What a bad day. I wasn't a part of this, but that's a bad day you're describing right there. Yeah, because one, I was walking around, and um, Shane grabbed me, and he goes, hey, do you have a deck on you? Because it was at that convention that was at Planet Hollywood for a little bit, and Bryn was tabling, Mm. and I was just, and I was unemployed, so why wasn't I? I was going. Why wouldn't you have a deck of any game? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh... Shane goes, hey, do you have your UFS deck on you? And I was like, yes, I do. And he goes, hey, can you sign this paper that says you're playing? And yeah. I was like, oh, I don't really want to play. Yeah. And he goes, this team of two needs a third. And I go, are you sure they want me? Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm terrible at this game. He goes, Would, he's like, you're going to get free cards and play mat. Get in here. And I was like, okay, you got me with free. Play mat, that's the only thing I would... The only thing I would bat an eye at. That playmat smelled so bad because they just got them from the printing shop. I'd still rather eat the playmat than the mozzarella sticks. Yeah. When we got our Slice. lunch break, yeah. I went with with Alex to the McDonald's at Planet Hollywood. And I got Al- the Alex, oregano stick. Alex is a is a good companion to have when you take when you when you make risks like that. Yeah. Because <laughs> I ate one, and I said, you eat these. And yeah. he went, okay. Yeah. I was unemployed. Yeah. I had no income, and I would rather starve. That Nightmare King would still be sitting on this table. Tony's Nightmare King would still be sitting on this table if Alex wasn't there. Yeah. yeah. Hey, y'all. I'm going to let you know that October 30th. Everyone's in Las invited. Vegas area at the... Sunsets and no, it's a was it Marks and it's not Marks. It's it's Warm Springs oh. and Stephanie behind Warmspring. closer to Marks yeah. behind the Sunset Station. If you come to that Burger King, October thirtieth, around four or five p.m., you can watch a crazy person eat two Nightmare Kings. <laughs> Also, you can celebrate a Burger King Halloween. You could sell, yeah. You can celebrate a Mammoth King, Burger King Halloween. Mm-hmm. Okay, fresh from the Bing, Alex is going to kill himself at the Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> not, he's, not actually. He said two. He said he's. Kings. He said he's going to eat two Nightmare Kings. He will never live that down. He can only. He can only swallow. His his uh, proclamation, yeah, and you know what else? I'm gonna make him drink a slushy too. You gonna make him drink a Halloween slushy, which is just syrup and ice? <laughs> no, because that's a true. Uh, that's the true. That's the true way of dealing with the Nightmare King. <laughs> syrup and ice. Yeah, because that's what happened. We went up there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the we guy talked was, about this last week. Yeah, we ordered the ices. We sat down. Guy comes back. Ice machine ain't working right. It's just pouring syrup. Y'all want this? <laughs> and Tony just took the reins. Like, yeah, man, bring it to us. And he brought us a cup with ice and ice, icy syrup. Black syrup, by the way, since it was the cherry Halloween 
It was a Halloween variant of cherry. Okay. And we drank that. And then he ate maybe two bites of his Nightmare King. That's how Tony do, though. Yeah. And I ate my whole Nightmare King. And I think that's the worst decision of my 30s so far. I can tell you I've had so many bad decisions. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, eating after eight. That's a bad decision. Yeah, yeah, it's a bitch. Um, sugar of any kind. Um, see, I once ate an entire bag of saltwater taffy right after buying it. Ooh. And then threw up for three days. Yeah, I guess that could happen, right? It was a whole bag. Whole bag of saltwater. Saltwater. <laughs> saltwater taffy. <laughs> it was a whole way. Oh, it was a whole way. Oh, Lord. A whole way. So, well, tally. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh. it was a whole bag. And that was a mistake that I made. And I'll make it again. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, just, you you wake up. Or you don't wake up because you didn't fall asleep because you ate something wrong and you just... Or, or you didn't there. wake up because you ate two Nightmare Kings. Yeah, see, I'm not going to join in the Nightmare King festivities. I'm not doing it either. He's the one that said he's going to eat two. I'm going to let you know I'm going to be there for Burger King Halloween. Yeah. But... You got to leave right I got to leave right after because I got to go to Tokyo. <laughs> so your parting, your parting visual of America will be Alex's... Dead face. Alex <laughs> eating two green burgers. Yeah. All of you lovely fans yeah. of Power Playthrough. And uh, <laughs> whoever wants to come. <laughs> and my dead friend, Manuel, yeah. Alex. Yeah. My friend that is committing stomach suicide. Mm-hmm. He's still in his 20s, though, so th- there is he no may, stomach suicide. He may come out the other side. He will. Yeah. He will. Episode 34 of Ninja Sentai Kakurenja, The Bride, Sandy Hell, which originally aired October 7th, 1994, written by Hiroshi Soda and directed by Hiroshi Butsuda. Saizo decides to help a boy. Saizo decides is a very hard thing to say. <laughs> Saizo decides. Saizo decides. What is it? Saizo, Saizo decides to help a boy inspired by him to become a crepe master. As a female yokai transforms all edibles into sand in a scheme to win the heart of Daimo. When I was reading Crepe Master, all I could say was, don't say Creep Master, don't say Creep Master, don't say Creep, <laughs> creep, creep master. master. Especially since our yokai, all of her power comes from her big boobs. That's what we come to find out. That's the, that's the, that is the font of power in this yokai. This yokai is fucking terrifying in appearance. Yeah. It's like a mixture of um This It's like a mixture of Fran Drescher and the woman monster in house. This yokai makes me feel like it's the face that Giger drew on the the alien dog that we talked about. Oh yeah, yeah. Ago. His concept, the Giger concept that yeah. they said, oh, I guess we're never going back to him. Yeah. <laughs> The face of... I thought I was going to throw up. <laughs> the face of Sunakake Baba 
<laughs> Old man cast. Yeah. <laughs> the face of Sunakake Baba yeah. is the face that I assume Giger drew on the alien dog. Yeah. And that would be the face you never get called back by Fox ever again. But Toei's like, light me up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll use that. <laughs> first, first, first shot at it. First crack at it. Yeah, that's good. The episode starts out at Nekomaru the Crepe Boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Crepe Cat. Mm-hmm. And that's a good name for Garf. I'm, I bet Gar- Garf could put away some crepe. Garf doesn't really like sweets. Really? Yeah. Like, some salted crepes. Because uh, I've tried, like, he does. He fucks with some ice cream. Maybe I shouldn't be putting it on the podcast that sometimes I share ice cream with my cat. <laughs> it's be a, like, don't do that. It's a, hard, it's a hard one to resist for anyone. Like, the what I do is I dip the tip of the back of my spoon in it after yeah. I'm done, like, just in the sauce. Yeah. And then I put that out and let him get at that. Yeah. But just once. It's just never one. like, oh, you like that? Here's another spoonful. Yeah. You don't serve him ice cream. No, I don't yeah. give him his own ice cream. He has had a a lick of ice cream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got you. That's how it goes. But he normally, his tendencies are are more towards the savory, not towards the sweet. Like Yeah, if I'm eating something, I generally let him sniff it. Mm-hmm. The only thing I don't let him near anymore are chicken nuggets. Because once I was sitting on the couch eating a box of chicken nuggets, and he came up on the couch, and he just grabbed one out of the box and ran away. <laughs> and I chased him down and had to get my nugget back. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Because it's a 10-piece. That's for me. <laughs> that ain't for him. 10-piece <laughs> is dance size. So this, yeah, so we start out at the crepe truck. Yeah, and uh, there's this little boy that's hanging out with Seikai. And hanging out with Saizo. I <laughs> <laughs> did it, yeah. <laughs> hanging out with Saizo. You just fucking said that in the last recording. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Hanging out with Saizo. Yeah. And he he's talking about how he is an apprentice to the world's greatest crepe chef. Yeah. And Saizo's confidence going crazy. The rest of the team is sitting there and they're like, the world's greatest crepe chef? You mean the world's worst yeah. crepe chef? And they're like, no, he's the best. I, I tasted one of his crepes and knew that I had to train under him. He's like, yeah, I'm dope. Y'all want to try my crepes? Here yeah. we go. Let's go up there, little boy. Yeah, his so name is Naoki. Naoki? Naoki. Naoki. N-A-O-K-I. Naoki. Naoki. na Oki. Naoki. Yeah. You can say it the same way Jiraiya did. Because Jiraiya walks up to him and he goes, Do your best, Naoki. Naoki. <laughs> Naoki. Yeah. So in that's English. A- in English. That's why I said that you could say it the way he says it. Naoki. 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 Naoki is going to learn how to crepe. Yeah. He's going to learn how to crepe in the truck. Along come a rather busty woman. Uh, in a, she looks like she deals, uh, blackjack at the Rio. Mm-hmm. She looks like, if you say her name, she says, "Call me Sandy." Yeah, that's actually a good name for her. Yeah, because she comes around and she throws some sand in the crepe mix crust in the crepe. <laughs> <laughs> crepe is all crust. Yeah, it's light crust, soft crust, uh, fluffy crust. She. 
she drops the sand in the wet wet crepe crust. The what? Pre- yeah. And the the boys just continue making crepes, and then they serve up crepes to the other Kaku Ranger and, and these three little, little boys. shits. Yeah, three and little. as everybody bites into crepes. Shit turns to sand. Everything turns to sand when they bite into it. Yeah, and people and like, are, why would you serve me this sand? I'm gonna throw this shit at you. Fuck yeah. you. And it's a, it's the good thing. It is, must have is been a, it must have been a rough uh, day of shooting because you just see like all our actors just spitting really out sand, mouthful of like yeah sand, and some real ass sand. Yet everyone starts blaming Naoki and Saizo and. Saizo, like, even the other Cocker Ranger, like, dude, what is this shit? What did you do? And they're like, it must be a yokai. And then the other, the Cocker Ranger, like, shit, it is a yokai for sure. Yeah. You didn't make us sand crepes. We watched you make these with real food. Yeah, so our sandy, sandy lady is being piloted around in a helicopter. <laughs> just tossing sand. Just tossing sand everywhere. It's just like, it's like a um, rain effect over the screen, but it's yeah. sand. She's just making it sandy everywhere in this door's door. She has a song, too. Yeah, but she also gives her backstory where, in the past, Sumikake Baba just threw sand on people for fun. That was her yokai thing. It's yeah. just tossing a little bit of sand. Yeah. But now, she hangs out in helicopters and turns all the food to sand. And she is doing this because she wants to make all of the humans hungry, and they can throw themselves before Daimo. Yes. So... As she's doing this, we see, and she, or she sees, and we see it along with her, fucking Nekamaru flying behind her. We've seen Nekamaru fly before. Why, we've seen that, but not what comes next. All the rangers are morphed inside it, and they're, like, fucking chasing her down. Yeah. And they're like, get her, Nekamaru. The front fucking hood of Nekamaru opens up, and he's got a you, mouth. Yeah, you'd think there's an engine in there. No, there's teeth and a tongue. <laughs> it's a cat, there's a cat mouth in there, and it bites on the back of the helicopter. Makes but, the helicopter crash into a building. Yeah, the door door's dead. They face off with Sandy at the bottom. Sumikake street Baba. Street on the earth. Streets on the, on the fucking Sumikake bottom. Sumikake Baba. Sumikake Baba. I know that. Well, I don't know that part, but I'm trying to. I'm just trying to say... The ground. <laughs> I'm not, uh, Sandy lands on the ground. Sandy lands on the ground. I wanted to say many things, and they were all wrong, and they were all deranged. So, I had trouble finding the word ground. I tried to say bottom. They fight her on the... They, they, they land on the bottom. They land on the bottom floor. <laughs> they land on the bottom floor. They... <laughs> Anyway, they they face off with her. She uh, transforms. We see her horrible, horrible yokai form. Yeah, and then she gets a. Then she says, "But we didn't talk about. You need to talk about her transformation." Oh, she does a dance. Yeah, she does an old she, woman dance. She does an old woman dance, looking to score some some peen, looking to score some peen at the wedding. Yeah, she does that dance, or you know, sniz vagina. Whatever, whatever she may be into, you don't know. She does that though, like I'm. I'm she's, she's doing that. Get that guap dance. I'm get the <laughs> get that glop. 
Get that guap, get yeah. that glop. Yeah, so she does that dance and she transforms. And then she says, y'all motherfuckers have fucked up everything I've had. And then we see her with three different, like, see her with the wall. We yeah. see her with that furry dude. She was like, I'm trying, I was trying to get married. I went, I went, wall. Yeah. Trash man. Yeah. Furry boss. Yeah. Doll baby. Y'all fucked it all up. Killed y'all every killed every one of my fiancés. Yeah. But then it was a good thing because Dymo rolled around and Dymo's going to be my new daddy. Dymo says, the fuck? <laughs> Dymo, like, not in, like, her, sp- like, just elsewhere, Dymo's fucking senses kicked in where he, where, the, the, the one that, that puts him in, uh, that puts the fear of God in him where he just, he just, as I put it, his, uh, his senses went off that someone was trying to get him sprung. <laughs> it, yeah, Dymo elsewhere literally goes, what? Huh? <laughs> and she says, and now she's going to make all these motherfuckers starve and bow to Dymo. And that way he'll take her hand in marriage and she'll be the fucking queen of the yokai. Yeah. Yeah. So that's her plan. They, they tussle a little bit. She pulls out a katana. Mm-hmm. And she starts Nothing fighting. fancy either. It's just yeah. a katana. It's just a sword. Yeah, and she starts fighting them. The Kaku Ranger just start off with the finisher. They Kaku Ranger ball. And she, she catches that shit. Sand. Drops it out. Sand style. Yeah. And kicks that big angry. But yeah, <laughs> big style. Uh, she kicks it, this, the ball back, which is now sand. Yeah. And we, as, as we know, that six kick ten times it. So it knocks all of them out of their Cocker Ranger form and onto the beach. Yeah. Yeah. And at this point, she takes off, right? She takes off to go tell Dymo about her plan. She's yeah. like, they're all going to bow to you. They're all going to bow yeah. to you. Dymo wants nothing of this. He's just like kind of leaning as she keeps leaning into him. She's holding his hand and putting it near her heart and stuff. Yeah. Just like you can you know, I'm gonna make you so happy, you know, and he's just he 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 is visibly uncomfortable for a as much as you would ever think you would ever see for a Japanese ghost demon. Yes. So the Kaga Ranger make it back to this park and they smell crepes and they yeah. run over and Naoki's making crepes on a little camp stove. Yeah. They they go ahead and they go and bite into the crepes and they turn into saying things like, That's what I thought would happen. How am I gonna be a crepe master if nobody can taste anything? And the Kaku Ranger are like, We need to get something. They go over to this fountain where people are just laying on the ground and they're like, yeah. I don't know what to do. And Jiraiya reaches into the fountain takes a big old scoop of water into his mouth and then just spits out a big old bunch of mud. Yeah, it's sand too, y'all. Yeah, the water is turned to sand. They don't know what to do. It's So Saizo comes up with a little bit of a plan. Eat sand still just by... The, the trick is, as I said to you, you can eat sand. Gotta go by pinches. You can't be go by my scoops. You, uh, you a sand eater? I have... Ate sand before. You had to be fucking hungry. <laughs> it, not like out of hunger. Just like, hey, why not? Try it. Elementary school. Eating sand is just like, I'm going to eat a bunch of little rocks. Yeah, and you eating, and it is eating just a bunch of little rocks. And you got the crunch. But you don't... You, I'm saying, if there's... Go ahead and at me if I'm way off base here. But I'm pretty sure there's some nutrients in there. 
do not think that little rocks. There could be some nutrients inside the little rocks. Do, some nutrients. Please. Some nutrients. Chief Robert. <laughs> 315. So Don't at P play through on this one. I want these going directly to him. I want you to send out your flat earth theories. I want you to talk about. Is there a nutrient in sand? Maybe. And if that's the case and that's all you got around to eat, eat a pinch of it. Don't eat a big fat scoop. You stupid. You ever tried to send a challenge? It's going to be the same thing. Eat a little scoop of like little, little tiny smidge. Like a, like a tea bag. A tea bag quantity of sand chew on that eat that that goes down much easier and maybe and maybe you can sustain yourself off that send that directly to him send that directly to him flat earth theories uh weird saying there's some things to it yeah Freddie's weird justification of murder (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i that was in confidence. <laughs> that was at, that was after AEW talk. No, that was today. Was that today? That was today in this chair. You were talking. We were talking about the Wild Force Red Ranger. Oh, Freddie's well, justification. Freddie justified murder a couple times in the past couple of days. So you like even said with, within eighteen I, hours. When I said it, you said you got me in an AJ Styles predicament here. <laughs> yeah. So maybe that's a good podcast. There's some things to it. <laughs> <laughs> and and it, like you could just we we could hit the we could hit the the subjects like that. So there is out a, there subjects. There is a podcast right now called Talk Me Into. Oh yeah, there is a podcast called Talk Me Into. Uh, run by my good friend and ex IC three co host. Actually, he was the king of IC three, Jeff twenty seven on well, Twitter. I'm gonna go on there. I'm gonna talk him into eating sand. Okay. I'll reach out to I'll talk reach out to how, to eat, how to eat how maybe talk him into how to mm, it's not so much to convince you it's more to say if you ever find yourself in predicaments maybe you're in like a saw type situation maybe you're in a murder puzzle and you need to get out by eating sand this is how you eat sand small pinches okay small pinches of sand I don't know if there's nutrients in there there might be some you pl- said some plants grow in sand some plants grow in sand. From some water. Pla- some plants grow in sand. From water. They still need nutrients from the earth too. From the water. So earth, earth, vitamins, earth, earth, from, vitamins from the earth. I got a bamboo you, plant at work. Can, there is no sand. It's just water. Well, it can't grow out of styrofoam, so you need yeah, that's something. poison. That's you poison. Need, you need. You can eat styrofoam too if it's in small pinches. Okay. Can't well, eat a lot because I'll okay. fill your belly and that'll kill you. Okay. Well, but you can eat. Bits of styrofoam. Saizo has come up with a plan. <laughs> and his plan is he catches Sunakake Baba, and he is dressed, as he guesses, Daimo would yeah, in his human form. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like, because Saizo, from the get-go, we said this guy has, like, a Red Ranger face. Yeah. But he's in. The, he's got the, the attitude of a Blue Ranger. You know? Yeah. And, um... So they actually play that up, where he's a good-looking cat. Yeah, he slicks his hair back, puts on a suit, puts on a cape. Yeah. And Got the little glasses on. The, yeah, the little glasses, and yeah. he goes in there, and he charms her. Yeah. Yo- he charms her yokai form off. 
Yeah. When she becomes Sandy, the poker dealer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, what up, Baba? And she's like, I had no idea your human form was so handsome. He's like, yeah. And he's walking, he's charming her. He asks her, asks her where she keeps all her sand, and she just grabs on her breasts, and she starts shaking them up and down. She's like, I keep the sand in my big boobs. The yeah. sand is just compacted down, and it's giving more power. Yeah. And Tiggo Biddies. It's... Very uncomfortable because Naoki is watching from the bushes and he's like, Saizo? What the fuck Saizo doing? Saizo, what are you doing? I hate you. How are you doing this? Why are you dealing with Sandy? And <laughs> Why are you dealing with Sandy? <laughs> Sandy goes, you getting one over on me? You're not Daimo? Mm-mm. Yeah. Fuck this. She does her little... Stella got a groove back dance. <laughs> Stella got a yeah, yeah, and uh, live, laugh, love dance. Yeah, <laughs> she gets her groove back and becomes her yokai form. Yeah, and she blindsides though. Yeah, after she pulls out the katana and tries to murder him. Yeah, and Saizo uh, tries to transform, transform, and his and it got it gets knocked out of his hand. Yeah, and he yells out to little boy Naoki. Naoki. L- yells out to Naoki, Naoki, I need my I need my trans I need my morpher. It looks like a pillbox. Help me. Yeah. And Naoki, like he's having a con- uh, he's having a real fucking weird one today. I guess so he's he's thinking like he reflects on on what he wants to do, what Saizo's done for him, all this stuff, and he he builds up the courage and he grabs he grabs a morpher and he runs over to uh, Saizo. And he uh, hops on Saizo's back. Yeah. So Saizo has the morpher. He transforms. And we get a really cool in-helmet shot of what a uh, Kaku Ranger would see. Yeah. Always seeing a HUD is always like one of those big deals to me. Like, oh, so that's what it's like inside yeah, the helmet. Yeah, because it fleshes out like the the world, you know, fleshes out like the whole mythos and how the powers work and all that shit. Yeah. And we see it like it's malfunctioning because of his being blind by the sand shit. So the boy, uh, Naoki, <laughs> starts telling him what to do. He's guiding him. And uh, as Dan called immediately when she said, it's my big tits, the offense is squarely focused. Squarely, the offense is squarely focused on her boobage. He starts hitting them. He busts out his sword. He does his hidden square cut on her boobs. Cuts all of the sand out of him, giving all of the credence to the fact that Steve Carell's character in Forty Year Old Virgin Spot was a Sentai fan. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I. That's really funny how it works. That that's that's really fucking funny. I, I mean, honestly, there may be people that listen to this that haven't watched Forty Year Old Virgin, but in 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 that movie, uh, Steve Carell character does, they ask him to describe boobs, uh, the feel of a boob, and there's a bag of sand. Yeah, he was not like a bag of sand. Yeah, he should have said squand, and he'd have been right. Bag bag of squand. Squand has a different texture. Also edible. Mm. Squand. You can squint. No, let's not. Let's squand, not. You can eat. No. Again, no. in pinches. No, please. It'll no. solidify in your stomach because of the properties of squand. And then you just poop it out. No. Poop it out, and then you watch it go from. You go. 
Squan, you're going to end up on My Strange Addiction. <laughs> it go, I am the mattress, bitch. It go, Squan. I eat your mattress. <laughs> go, Squan. So the, 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 the life cycle of Squan is solid in your butthole, right? Comes out. Why is it dropping back to granular form because of the properties of Squan? Hits the toilet water. Back to solid. Isn't that fucking wild? You could try it yourself by eating a small pinch of squand. Please do not try anything stated by the Power Playthrough cast in this episode. <laughs> we cannot be held legally <laughs> responsible because I am telling you right now, do not take our advice. <laughs> I'm just, just saying there's some things. I'm going to put you on Mixer.com slash Styles Clash soon. <laughs> and y'all can just say that to each other. There's some things. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So she she goes big because she, she, lost, she lost her boobs. She lost her power. She lost her power, and therefore she lost Dymo. Yeah. So she goes big, and uh, she gets her breast back. Saizo calls on God Logan. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a straight-up Logan on Big titty lady fight. Not the case, unfortunately. The, the rest of the Rangers just join in. They just come in with their with their gods already in tow. They uh, transform, or uh, excuse me, they um, they become... Uh, Kakure Daishogun. Kakure Daishogun. Yes. They <laughs> You're so good at this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's why I get paid nothing. <laughs> um... Kakure Daishogun, they get into a fight with, and um, in, in, <laughs> it's more booby offense. It is. It is the assault. But the thing is, is that he does the same thing that Sasuke did in the last episode, mm. where God Logan comes off and he does. A slice oh yeah, that was the, cool as shit because she was slice. using like a sandstorm jutsu. Yeah. And when that was happening, they send off Logan, who does the spinning tail blade. Cuts that shit in half, comes back on, and then it's just tip punch, tip punch, tip punch, tip punch, rapid, like fucking JoJo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like JoJo on the Jubblies. It's like the Flash fighting uh, Ursula from, <laughs> <laughs> from The Little Mermaid. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it's like. <laughs> But we come back to the crepe truck where Naoki has made a delicious crepe for all of his friends. And they're like, oh, you can be the best crepe man in Japan. You got to you gotta crepe it up. You got to crepe so hard. These are good crepes. Yeah, they're good crepes, kid. No, Yeah. I appreciate you experimenting with the sand, but this is actually where it's at. Yeah, the last time I was in Japan, we saw a lot of... So, like, it seemed like every town was known for something different. Mm -hmm. When we got to Harajuku, there were like 25 crepe shops on this one street. But there was also a chip store, which is where I discovered these. I think I gave you a bag of them when I got back last time. It was this special Harajuku flavor of chips. And they were just this like weird fish spice, but they were really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Delicious. Chips and crepes. It's a whole store just about chips? Yeah. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, you walked into the store, there were like 
50 different chips to try. And each chip had a little tasting station to where you could open up a little jar and take out a little chippy, try it. That's great. Yeah. That makes me so fucking happy. Yeah. You just got to try a chippy. Mm-hmm. And, then you j- and then you buy chips. Man, we're so behind as a country. Yeah, we just got to so try many chips. Ways. In so many goddamn ways. <laughs> <laughs> I can't try chips in America. <laughs> I just got to buy them. Just got to buy them. Most of the time, the bag is two-thirds full. Yeah. The fuck? The bags ba- are... I mean, yeah. The I, bags are the same. Yeah, our health system is shit, too, but the chips. <laughs> There's some things. <laughs> There's some things. <laughs> and we are back with episode 35, The Three Punishment Sisters. This is a dream of mine. This yeah, one I was aired say, on October fourteenth, nineteen ninety four. I say that that thing sits on a scale where it never stops in the middle. Yeah, because it's either super sexy or super scary. It's like for me, same thing. Same thing. Dan <laughs> gets off on either one. That's, Three punishment sisters. What would I say about that having a wide range? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if your target is all of it. You don't miss, baby. <laughs> the Three Punishment Sisters aired October 14, 1994. This one was written by Naruhisa Arakawa, directed by Katsuya Watanabe. Tsurahime re-teams with two of her friends in order to save their sister and a school being used by a yokai to turn them against humanity. So this episode starts fucking awesome in the sense that I love... 80s and 90s slice slice of life Japan bullshit. Yeah. You know, you got the music going. Uh, this could easily be like um, the kind of music you would hear in in um, the nice parts of City Hunter. Yeah. not I mean, they're all nice parts, but like the, the happy-go-lucky parts of City Hunter, you mm-hmm. know? It just makes me think of, I don't know, I love it. We see a it girl. Makes me think about eating a soup. See a girl, see a girl running. Uh, she's got a book bag on. She's got a hurt. Calm down. Are you, do we have to eat after this? I don't. I don't think so. I just. I don't know what's going on. But uh, see a girl running with her book bag, and she has like a little cow charm on with like a dangly bits and a bell, and she's yeah. the like I said music playing. She's running up the hill. She's late for school. She comes into school. Her class is all sitting down. We don't know where the teacher is. They are just silently staring. Yeah. Well, I, I thought, like, oh, they're doing that while the teacher's doing, like, you know, something else. Or, like, maybe the teacher has her back to him and he's fucking with the board or something. So she sneaks in, sits down. She, she knows she's late, so she's trying to get in trouble. She looks over at her friend who sits right next to her, and she holds a little cow charm to her. And she turns to her. And as she turns to her, every other fucking child turns to her as That's well. not how that goes. That's not how that goes? She turns to her and she goes, you're not wearing Itachi's charm. Oh, well. And then everybody starts doing naka, 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 naka. Yeah. Is it naka? Or a comma, 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 comma. So let me, let me stop being Michael Naka, Naka, Nakazawa. <laughs> Who he is, scary man. <laughs> is he? Yeah, he, he's like a skin tag Minoru Suzuki that came to life. <laughs> That's what I said when I saw him at the CEO Battle Royal for the first time. That dude is just a lube. That dude he, is greased up deaf guy from Falmley Man. Falmley Man. Oh, 
But yeah, Michael Nakazawa. I hope he's on. I hope he's on the full time roster. That'd be he awesome. is. The they put up one of the things for him that said Michael Nakazawa is all elite. Good. That's that's a go. But again, another just kind of mid Carter. Unless hey. Michael Nakazawa versus Moxley for the belt. I don't know. Whatever's going to fucking happen. Versus Moxley for the belt? Yeah. Moxley's only going to wrestle people that are in the okay, elite. Uh, Mike, the, the elite. Mike, Michael versus uh, Page. Michael versus Page. Michael versus Jungle Boy. Michael versus Goldust. No. Goldust no. only has got one more match in him. Uh, MJF. Oh yeah, no Nakazawa and MJF. I could see them tagging every once in a while. They're all. That's my only problem with AEW. Their roster is so fucked. Like, there's a lot of good pieces, but as you said, extremely top heavy, and then just kind of like bits that are good, but not necessarily from the same fucking puzzle. You know, where you're just like, uh, what kind of? I don't see the programs. You know what I mean? I don't see the bookings coming to me. We'll just have to see, like. We'll just have to see in coming weeks, I guess, what what happens, what forms, because I really need more. Fight for the Fallen's card is going to be interesting. They're like, I mean, because Double or Nothing was a great show. I mean, some people got real, like you know, some people are spitting hyperbole, like the most important night in wrestling ever and shit like that. Like, calm, calm down on that. It was the most in, all in was the most important night in the current era of wrestling. Double or nothing was the first shot fired. Yeah, and I hope it goes the way of of being something of Paramount, not another TNA and its forced secondary second to Monday Night War, where they like they got like a two point which was crazy for them, uh, um, running against. Well, that was Raw. when they had Hogan. Yeah, and then it just. The next week it was like a two point drop, and then it just went, or a point two drop, and then it just kept going and going and going and going until it was in the bottom. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they're going on on Mondays. I don't. I no, th- I think they're going on Wednesdays when NXT is going. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of it. Yeah. So. I don't think they're trying to make people choose. I think they're just trying to... I don't think so either, but I just want it to be... I agree it was important. Like, it was important. Absolutely, it was important. And uh, this, hopefully, this is, like, the start of of a new era, you know? I mean, and here's the thing. This in WrestleMania was an incredible WrestleMania. It was. But they've shit the bed every moment since WrestleMania. Yep. And I'm like 89% like, I don't really need to watch WWE. New Japan's around. I only, wa- yeah, I the only thing I stick around with is uh, I watch NXT UK. And that's because, that's well, not not to knock anyone NXT. I love NXT UK. But, like, I watch NXT UK because of Rhea Ripley. And now, uh, you know, they have the alpha female Jazzy Gabbard on there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I watch NXT because Velveteen Dream, I don't give a fuck what promotion he's in. He's the goddamn future. Yeah, that dude is the truth. I don't care what promotion you put like you put him up against. Velveteen Dream is tippy top. He will be something. He needs to be something. Yeah, unfortunately, I feel like since moving to the main roster, Rakakit and Alistair Black have kind of 
become whatever. Hopefully, R- hopefully Rakakit sees. Uh, he was at what was it? What was the program he was at? Well, he was just in. He was money in the he bank. He was just in that money in the bank, where yeah, we Lesnar where won. we beautifully highlighted our studs, and then we Lesnared. Brock, Lesnar, who wasn't in the match, we Lesnared the finish. Walked up to the top of the rope, and he yeah. took. He, he no. went to the top of the steps, and he took the briefcase, and he won money in the bank. Not only did... And he wasn't in the match. Not only did it ruin a fantastic money in the, money in the bank match, that match was sick as shit. Not only did that, but like it also... They made sure to bury someone while they were at it, which was Ali, who just stood at the top of the ladder. Oh, you mean and Sammy who didn't get to wrestle? Sammy didn't get to wrestle. Braun who didn't get to wrestle. Just you know. Just oh, it's actually really depressing. Talk about like everyone involved in that match, and you think about like it was the perfect showcase for <laughs> like everyone, like all they got, like all the like Andrade, Baron Corbin. I'll give a fuck what you say about Baron Corbin. You know, Baron Corbin has been you and I given nothing but shit sandwiches. You and I have the same opinion on Baron yeah. Corbin, yeah. so it's yeah. Like you're not, you know, you don't have to. I, I, I guess I'm, I'm predisposed to be defensive about Baron Corbin because he does get a lot of heat, a lot of flack, and I don't think it's fair because the guy's been given nothing but shit for bookings, and he still, still manages to do something with it you know like i don't care if the ratings drop when he's on or not that's just a fucking that that's more uh more or less like a fucking um that's the hive hive mind mentality and also just like the natural book just the way bookings of raws have been and shit like that the dude is still he can go in the ring and he's a and he's he um he elicits a reaction you know I can't control if people are going to turn off the fucking TV or not, but in the actual, in the fucking, like, look. I will tell you that I did turn off every Baron Corbin Dolph Ziggler match. I, I, I think I watched the deep six in, in a Ziggler Corbin match and then I turned it off. I was like, where's the deep six? Where's that? Where's that? Ah, there it is. Yeah, that looks great. And then I turn it off. Yeah. Baron Corbin doing a deep six on fucking anyone. Any uh, any of the smaller dudes? Ziggler, Ziggler, no matter how much he's like the most boring dude right now. Yeah, he sells like a motherfucker. Yeah, <sighs> we're an hour into this. Okay, so the punishment sisters. So the girl, as I said, late for school. As Dan says, she wasn't. Her friend wasn't wearing a charm. They all turn to him and they all go, "Kama, kama, 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 chameleon." Yeah, we had to we had to actually start it over just because I said naka 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 naka. Oh, you did say naka 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 naka. So nakazawa. So slice of life comes in. Everyone turns and looks at her and goes naka 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 naka, and they all make kind of like hand fuck. <laughs> so everyone turns to her. They and do they like all go mantis hands. Comma 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 comma, and in. In that second, I was like, oh, that's funny because, like, their hands, they've turned them into sickles, like little yeah. commas. Yeah, yeah. And they're, like, doing some weird tone dar dance at you. Going, mm-hmm. comma, 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 comma. Yeah. Flexing as hard as you can and getting low. And then, yeah. 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 <laughs> she takes off, and then we see, we see 
the kids in the crepe truck. No, Tsuruhime is on the beach. She's playing her flute, and she's, like, thinking about the waves and everything like that. Oh, actually... That's how the episode opens. That's actually how the episode opens. You're right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the episode opens with, yes, yeah, Tsuruhime doing that. And then we get the slice of life stuff, and now we're in the crepe truck. In the crepe truck, is driving, and then she sees two people running through the Is it Seikai s- singing? Nobody's singing at this time. That's, that's the next, the next episode. episode. Sorry. Uh, she sees people running through the woods. She brings Nekomaru to a stop. She gets out and starts chasing them. When she can't stop them, she throws down some caltrops, and it stops the girls, and they're like, how dare you, while we're investigating. Oh, shit, it's you, Surihime. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're wondering, like, why are you trying to sneak into school? They, they do, um, once they find out that it's Surihime, they all do, like, a roll call. Yeah. And they clown a little bit. And they're like, oh, we know each other from school. You know, they're all high school sisters. They were known for for uh, getting back at bullies, you know. Yeah. They yeah. would, uh, they they would fuck. for beating dudes up. Yeah, beating up bullies. Good stuff. So they go on to say that, I forgot which one. One of them is the sister. So to... Uh, I think all three of them are sisters. Except for Tsuruhime. She just calls herself one of the Punishment Sisters. Because uh, they all have different last names. Yeah, so... Because, like, it's Noriko, uh, Tanaka, Ki, Ishibashi. No, so, so it's oh, s- no, no, they're all sisters. Because they're, all their last names are Yamasaki. Okay. Well, they were clued in to that... Uh, the school is fucky. The little girl told told them so. So now they're covertly checking it out. Yeah. Uh, they all pair up like the boys. Um, the boys each pair up with a or two boys pair. Let's see, uh, Sekai and Sekai. I guess it doesn't really matter the pairing, right? It's Jiraiya and Saizo, and then. Uh, Sekai with one, and then uh, Sasuke with uh, Surihime. Yes. Yeah. And Sasuke even has like a little line there. Like, He's like, I don't know why I had to get paired with you. Yeah. Because he wanted to hang out with the other girls. Yeah, because they're kind of cute. You know? Yeah. Yeah. She's like, what the fuck does that mean, Sasuke? It's <laughs> like, nothing, man. I didn't say anything. Yeah. And he's like looking in, and he goes, I don't see anything weird going on. Except but the kids are singing a song that says, we are alive. That's why we're so sad. You're like, what? What? Oh, they're just, no, you know, someone. They're the, singing the, the song the, of the, Dan the, McNerney's the, Nights? The music The music teacher brought in some. The m- music that I make up while watching the new girl alone in my room naked? <laughs> the music teacher uh, brought in some Wonder Years, I guess, or brought in some Spanish love songs to, to uh, have the kids learn. Just decided that we're just going to live in a world that only plays brand new. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It they don't bat an eye at that. Maybe I don't know. I don't know how. The, I don't. I don't know what they teach in Japanese schools. But that song seemed fucked. I saw Brand New and Dashboard Confessional together once. Yeah. It was the saddest night of my life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd like love three see, good shows. I'd love to see Dashboard. It's a beautiful show. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, nothing seems fucky, so they're like, so you lied to us, huh? You lied to us, little girl. You wanted to get out of school, didn't you? Yeah. Didn't you suck a face? 
Uh, <laughs> she's like, no, fuck you. I didn't lie. Yeah. I hate you. I'm leaving. Yeah. And <laughs> so Rima is like, there was no lying in her eyes. Yeah. Why did you do that? And they're like, I don't know. <laughs> so she goes back to school. We s- um, Wait, uh, be- no, we before that, we see uh, what is happening to the kids. Yeah, the uh, the Kamai Tachi, who is our yokai. He's kind of like a otter. Yeah, he's he's a he's an otter and he's a pilot, but he's also a plane. Yeah, a skink and is that a thing? I don't know. That's a lizard. Skink's a lizard. Oh, he's something like that. A marmot. Go with marmot. Yeah. And they're talking about, like, the shit they're doing to turn the children into yokai. Yeah, so and all the teachers are the kunai. Yeah, they're the kunoichi. Kunoichi, excuse me. Kunai are the, the throwy thingies. Yeah. Kunai, yeah. yeah. Kunai is the little blade yeah. that yeah. has the circle Kunoichis, on the, the flower kunoichis are... The lady ninjas lady made of cats ni- yeah, and la- flowers. Yeah, they are, <laughs> they, are, they are, in fact, the ones teaching these kids, along with him who's acting as the principal. Yes. And uh, Sean, they'd, like... They're teaching them yokai shit. They got them mind control with these tags. Yep. And now they're also feeding them yokai juice. Mixed with kunoichi essence. So at the more they drink it, the more humanity they lose. And yep. the more yokai-ness they as, gain. As the kids drink it, they gain these uh, marmot faces. They get in these kama hands. Yeah, so it's like a mole. Tails. It's like mole hands kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Kama, 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 kama. Naka, naka, naka. Naka, 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 kama, kama. Kama, 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 they know. had a they had a second single that I'm absolutely single <laughs> single that I'm absolutely sure that I wrote in a different life. <laughs> yeah, you like Earth Two Dan did it. Yeah, no. Well, I remember as a child hearing oh the song this Toxic. this this world's Dan that saw uh, Kazam. Yes, Not I'm I'm absolutely sure that at some point I wrote that song Toxic that they sang. Because it w- sounded like a nine-year-old wrote it. Is that the one? We- oh, that's that actually came out before Butterfly. Yeah. In in its release or in its like a video order, there it's on the same album. But they actually held off on Butterfly because it's called Butterfly, and the song's just about like a badass in love. Yeah. So it's kind of like they wanted to have a. They they were. They were trying their hardest to not be a one-hit wonder because they knew they had an obvious hit on their hands. Yeah. Butterfly. Even I'll admit, that song is stupid, but it's got... You were singing it in two th- in the Lord's year of 2019. It, like, I mean, yeah, it, like, come on. It's, 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 there's some things to it. <laughs> there's some things to it. Is but that, I, is there's some things to it going to be the name of this episode? Maybe. I had another name, that you, so, something that you said. <laughs> but the talk, but yeah, Toxic came forward because they were desperately trying to to avoid being a one hit wonder. Because Butterfly was going to be a hit, they also needed something else. So yeah, so the Toxic and that's I remember the video for that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember two years before that song coming out, me singing lyrics that they sang to that song, 
And then when the song came out, I was real pissed off. I was like, I wrote that song. I'm, I should be a millionaire right now. No, no. Because maybe I thought that. Maybe I, I thought should be a hundredaire. I thought maybe I could be able to buy my own copy of Star Fox sixty four. Yeah. Instead of having to rent it from I, the I could have got sixty bucks from writing that song. Yeah. It's about <laughs> what it's worth. Instead, some other guy got sixty bucks. From it. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's Butterfly, and then also, uh, what was the name of that DJ? Uh, Shifty Shell sh- Shifty Shell Shocks, fucking. Um, uh, Feature on a uh, on that song, um, Starry Eyed Surprise. I don't know any Crazy Town songs. Other no, than that toxic wasn't that wasn't that wasn't a Crazy Town song. It was on it was a uh, Paul Paul Oakenfold. Oh, Paul Oakenfold that Diet Coke commercial, and they had that song Starry Eyed Surprise. Mm-hmm. Shifty did the verse on that. I don't even know who Shifty is. He is the one with the star tattoos that fly off him in the butterfly video. And he goes like this. Don't remember the video. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, Shifty Shellshock is the one that went to rehab like three different times. That sounds like everybody that's ever been a part of new metal. It's not Epic. Epic is the other one. Shifty would be the Chester, if we were to equate him to the thing they were trying to be, which was Linkin Park, because Linkin Park came out, and then it was like, oh, this is how you do this rap rock thing. Yeah. And it's like Crazy Town look like, you know, a sack of butts. Yeah. You get an Asian to do the raps. <laughs> so, Shifty... You okay, in that case, Shifty would be... I don't... What's his name? Who went on to do... You talking about Mike Shinoda? Mike Shinoda. Shifty would be Mike Shinoda. Because he did I'm the I'm going to let you know, for five years, I was a member of the Linkin Park Underground, their paid fan club. That's awesome. Good shit. You got... What'd you... You got a CD every year. Of what? Uh, like, it would be, like, it, sometimes it was remixes, sometimes it was new music. Once it was, uh, the first year, you got Hybrid Theory, which, yes, that's the name of Linkin Park's first album, but before they got signed, they were a band called Hybrid Theory. Mm, so you got their album, yeah. self, your self, their self-titled album. You got their self-titled album. When they were Hybrid Theory. For the first year. That's cool. And then every year after that, it was like a 14-track disc. What do you get the rest of the months? What do you get? You get you get one package a year. It's like 50 bucks. And then, like, you get a postcard, like, once a quarter. Okay. But, like, you got a T-shirt. You got a CD. You got a bunch of stickers. Uh, a poster. So, and then, like, a signed thing. Oh, all right. But it wasn't actually signed. It was signed and then printed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So, was it numbered? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Kind of. Shifty would be to Mike Shinoda. Okay. And Shifty was on Paul Oakenfold's Starry-Eyed Surprise, which you may remember from a Diet Coke commercial. Okay. It's, actually a, it's actually a banger. That's a great song. Well, Paul Oakenfold was the shit back then. That's true. But that's the other thing Shifty did of note. <laughs> Paul Oakenfold was on every Euro Hits compilation mm. that you would see on daytime television when you would stay home along yeah. with Pure Moods. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Ooh. I remember watching those commercials at like 2am man like the, the ones the house ones you are particularly talking about yeah. and you would see uh, Mel C after she left uh, Spice Girls yeah uh, well after Spice Girls quit you know and Mel C went on to do uh, like she got into she actually had a pretty healthy um, electronica career yeah and what was this 
I Come to You. Mm-hmm. That song's fucking sick. I love that song. Yeah, you would catch those, like, Euro DJ yeah. mix albums yeah, man. that they would advertise through a call-in and then Pure Moods, which anytime I think about Pure Moods, I think about Jungle to Jungle because I think about that Simwa. <laughs> yeah, I think about Jungle to Jungle. I think about um, Return to Innocence. Uh, when I take you home tonight, we're going to listen to Pure Moods. Okay. Um, <laughs> after the kids have been... <laughs> That's one of the sexiest things anyone's ever told me, by the way. <laughs> when I take you home tonight, we're going to listen to Pure Moods. <laughs> <laughs> oh, kill me. <laughs> so... Uh, we see that the, what they're what those fucking evil yokai are up to. They're getting at our youth, y'all. Yeah. So after they tell the little girl that she's lying, Yukio she, gets them back to school. Mm-hmm. When the, when Tsuruhime was like, there was no lie in her heart or no lie in her eyes. Her bitch ass friend, uh, Megumi, slaps a fucking Itachi sticker on her, and mm-hmm. she becomes a zombie just as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when they go, okay, well, she wasn't lying. I guess we do have to go infiltrate the school. Yeah, we see the we see the Kaku Rangers going through the halls. Mm-hmm. They fucking transform when they conf- when they are confronted by a Dorodoro. Or no, excuse me, the Kanoichi. And we get a fucking hallway fight. Then a, a gate drops down and like traps them. That's when the Kanoichi approaches. Oh, that's them. when the Yeah, yeah. And then they start a hallway fight, which is so dope. It's not as dope as Daredevil Season 1, Episode 1's hallway yeah. fight, but that might be the dopest hallway fight in history. Well, I think it's tied with with Frank's hallway fight in the in the je- in the, in Season 2, in the prison. Frank's hallway fight is really good, Yeah, but it's derivative of Daredevil's, which was a one-shot, and Frank's was a multi-shot. Okay, sure. That's fair. That's the thing that makes... Like, you know how Daredevil always had a single shot fight? Yeah, if you're talking about, like, a single shot... Yeah, if you're talking about a single shot, yes. That is the great... That is probably the greatest hallway single shot fight that's ever been. The greatest single shot fight, though, that's ever been is um, Tony Ja Where's My Goddamn Elephant when he's in the restaurant. The Protector. Where's My Goddamn Elephant when he's fighting his way up that fucking restaurant. Single shot. Amazing. Ong Bak had a bunch of single shot fights that were incredible. Tony Jaa was going to be the future of kung fu movies, yeah. and then he was just like, I'm done. Not Th- kung fu, Thai boxing movies. Yeah, just martial arts films, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Um, did he Chris Tucker? Did he just like, I got enough money, I'm out? I don't think he got enough he's money. He's in something recently, isn't he? Tony Jaa does like bit parts now. Yeah, like he's a feature where it's like, oh shit, you know. Like I think that he just decided that the leading man life wasn't for him. Yeah, and now he just shows up to play like some someone for the lead to fight. Like, he's he's like the top feature. badass at all yeah. times. Yeah, like he's like a feature when you say also, you know, Tony Jaws in this, like Tony Jaws is gonna be like a sub boss or something, just yeah. to give you a sick ass fight. Kinda yeah. like a what was his name? Like Benny the Jet or something like that. He was that sick ass kickboxer that fought Jackie Chan a couple times. Yeah, or um, the guy that was like the head member of the Crazy Eighty Eight, Gordon Liu. Gordon Liu, yeah, yeah. Gordon Liu is in so many. Like he was the leading man in so many like old school flicks. Yeah, yeah. So many like um, Kung Fu versus Ninja and like Shaking Eagle versus Tiger Claw. Mm-hmm. Incredible movies. 
Uh, you can get them all on Wu Tang collections, <laughs> where you get a really yeah. funny RZA intro before before every movie. <laughs> it, it's worth it. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. I had a collection of Sonny Chiva on, like on DVD. It was like four or five. I think it was actually all the Street Fighter films. So three or four films, however many that is. Yeah, Sonny Sonny Chiba and Gordon Liu are the fucking truth. Yeah, exactly. and Gordon Liu played both uh, Johnny Mo, the leader of the Crazy Eighty Eight, and Pai Mei and Kill Bill. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Sonny Chiba, Sonny Chiba played a uh, uh, Tori Hanzo in Kill Bill. Yeah, so like yeah. I feel like when I feel like Pai Mei is mm-hmm. the like pinnacle of kung fu. <laughs> because Pai Mei is yeah. in so many movies. Yeah, yeah, like uh, it's kind, it's a like a fable kind of ca- yeah, mythical kind of character in a way. Yeah, uh, but uh, like Hanzo, like Hanzo. Uh, we but yes, we get a fight in the hallway. Kunoichi's Rangers. Um, Surihime though is quartered off by children who who they drink marmot the face, including including Yukio and Megumi. And they they all drink juice in front of her, and then they turn into the commas. Yeah, and they surround her, and they start going off. And but elsewhere, Kamaitachi is saying, "Kill her, yeah. kill her right now." And he gets there's a a uh, kunai or a, a shuriken that flies through to. Um, they they all attack. Yeah, and they get Surihime down, and they beat her. And then she becomes a paper doll. Yeah. And then we see in the in the principal's office, we see a shuriken come through and smack the the tag. Yeah. Like his name tag. Yeah. And it and it melts on him. And then the rest of the name tags dissolve away on the other. And the Rangers let her know it's like you're do, you know your guys under attack right now. Yeah. yeah. All of the kids pass out. Yeah. And uh, then we see Kamaitachi exit his office, and he is confronted by the three Punishment Sisters. Yeah, they're on top of the roof, and they, yeah, they do, they do a whole Sailor Scout thing. Yeah. Uh, they have the... They uh, pose uh, off Sentai-style, show off their new weapons. Yeah, they have Sailor outfits. Uh, one has, like, what was the weapon? One has, like, uh, Tsurihime has a ball. Uh, a rubber ball. Yeah. It is a ribbon dancer rib- yeah the ribbon baton and then like two throwing arrows yeah or something like that. i thought th- yeah i'm not i thought they were knickknacks <laughs> you know like the, the, is that what they called well these ones weren't on a string R- oh. they weren't they weren't like the juggling yeah, yeah. string so they they were like throwing like lawn yeah. darts yeah so he he's uh yokai'd out and we see him like i said he's like a marmot with jet wings and he, he now he busts out an actual comma with chain yeah and he uh, and Surihime kicks the ball at him, which he slices easily in half. But when he pulls it back, it's covered in hard, like rubbery goo. Yeah. And she's and now it renders the sharpness of his blade. Um, it, it renders it uh, dull because because it's covered in this rubbery uh, rubbery goo that rapidly hardens. Yeah. Uh, then he the ribbon, uh, the ribbon dancer. Yeah, the ribbon dancer. I just don't know what the sisters' names are. Uh, it's Sukio and Hanayo, but I don't know which one is which. The blue one, the blue one, ribbon dances on. Yeah, yeah. And um, when he, she ribbon dances around the sickle, she pulls it back to her. Yeah. And then what happens is lawn dart girl. Yeah. She's red. She does the finishing move and she throws the lawn darts and they 
Oh, ye- yellow. In, uh, yellow's, yellow's the one that does it. Because Tsuruhime is red. Tsuruhime is yellow. I think Tsuruhime is red. Shit, I'm right. I'm wrong. <laughs> Shit, I'm right. Yeah. It's something I love to say. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yellow. But, but she's in the middle, so I just kind of assumed she was red because she stood in the middle with her arms out like she was the leader. I think she stood to the right. I think she's. St- um, this is the order blue, yellow, red. Yeah, but like she's on the. she. Well, she's on the left there. Yellow's in the middle. Yeah, yellow's in the middle. That's what I meant. Like yellow has. Her oh, you assume up. yellow it was red because yeah. she was in the middle and red's uh, red. Yeah, right, right. But she does have the the darts that she like throws into the mouth of the dude, and then she like does a. Uh, well, she's from a ninja family too, so she does a ninja technique to make yeah. him explode. Ex- yeah, explodes in his fucking mouth. Yeah, that shit is insane. Uh, <laughs> the cocker, the other. Cocker Rangers show up, and so do the Flower Kanoichi. And we get a fight. Sasuke looks at him and goes, we're going to take care of all of them. Yeah. You two need to go save those kids. Yeah, and Tsuruhime is going to face off with uh, Kama Itachi. Kama Itachi. Uh, So we get the the boys facing off with the Kanoichi, and Tsuruhime fighting. We get, like, a sick, sick, sick morph. Yeah, her transformation, she calls on the door unchanged, yeah. and then you see like the suit form around her. Yeah. But it's like a it's like a negative of a photo. Yeah, yeah. But her eyes are still showing. Yeah, and the outline of her visor is around them. And then the suit just kind of flashes onto her. Yeah. It's so fucking cool looking. Even so cool <laughs> that Kamiyatachi goes, Oh, you're so cool. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah, he says that's that's not fucking fair. Yeah, That's he, too cool. Yeah. She kicks his ass. She does her own, like, she does her hidden cut, and, like, she has a whole graphic behind her. Like, uh, we, like when she transforms first, and there's, like, cherry blossom, like, animated cherry blossoms all around her and shit. It, it's, like, full-on, like... The money. Hero treatment. Yeah. It's such a badass fight that Kame Itachi doesn't get to use gigantism that he just dies there. Mm-hmm. The res- the Konoichi, fuck off. Yeah. Leaving that dude to die. Um, it's just it's real good to see. Surahim, like we said before, Surahim is absolutely the boss. Yeah. You know? And this was the biggest of dicks This was the energy. boss talk. Yeah. <laughs> she laid it on the table. Yeah. And this dude got fucking murked. Just awesome to see. Really uh, drove it home who she is. Uh, we finish off kind of how we started with her. Yeah, Yukio goes back to school. Yeah. Um, Tsukio and Hanayo tell Suruhime, hey, we're here to team with you anytime you need it. Just remember to call. Yeah. He says, okay, the Punishment Sisters can ride again. Yeah. And Suruhime goes back to the beach and plays her flute. Yeah, and we see a little kind of like, almost like a limerick from a 16-year-old Suruhime left behind. So this episode kind of works as a reunion for Satome Hirose, who was Tsuruhime, uh, with her co-stars from Yugen Jiko Sisters, Shushu uh, Shitorian, uh, the girls that played the Yamasaki Sisters, Noriko Tanika and Kei Isha, uh, Ishibashi. Mm-hmm. Um, that show was a ninja-themed entry of like the Toei Fushigi comedy series uh, created by Ishimori, who created all of the the like Sentai and Common Rider stuff. Oh. So, uh, 
that's pretty funny is that they're just like, hey, they used to do this comedy show together. Let's put them up there again as, yeah. as Ninja Girls. And the song about the sad death, that's the, like, we're so alive, we're so sad. Oh, is that in reference to that comedy series? No, no. Oh. Uh, <laughs> it is the song that is taught by Remy Hoshikawa in the opening episode of Five Man. The original person who was Sakura in the Kanoichi, mm -hmm. she was Five Yellow. The person who was teaching that song in Five Man, so it was a <laughs> reference to that. Oh, you little clever little little stinkers. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was good stuff. Yeah, all right, all right. We just thought it was a super depressing song. That it is. Well, I mean, that maybe, I don't know, just what's... I thought maybe it was even translated translated wrong. I thought it was maybe even like translated wrong or something. No, 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 no. It's terrible. Yeah, we're alive, and that's why we. That's why we're pissed. Yep. Or that's why. That's why we're so sad. Yeah. The millennial song. So <laughs> let's move on to our final episode of the block, the whole damn show. <laughs> yeah. Episode thirty six. Uh, the Hooligan Ninja, which came out October 21st, 1994, written by the series, like, go-tos for the serious stuff. Noburo Sugimura, directed by Katsuya Watanabe. When the disciple of the three god generals returns to Earth after a thousand years in exile, both the Kaku Ranger and the Yokai try to reach him first, even as he's discovered by two curious children. Yeah, so we have Daimo saying that there's a presence coming, one that hasn't been felt here for quite some time. And uh, we see it's a meteor coming to Earth, or like something looking like a meteor coming to Earth. Um, down on the ground, uh, uh, what's his name? Men... Men... Tsurihime's daddy? Yeah. Hakumenro. Hakumenro. Hakumenro is down in the woods, and he fires like a he fires an arrow. Yep. Like a light arrow as this meteor is coming down. We cut to Nekomaru, and Saizo is leading off a or song. Sakai is. That's Sekai. me. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> yeah. We cut to Nekomaru, and Sekai is leading off a song yeah. about about Nekomaru. Yeah, just yeah. Nekomaru's the best. Nekomaru's dope. Yeah. Nekomaru's the top. Life is a highway. I want to ride it all night long. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's that, crazy. That guy's just driving, they're driving, and that light arrow comes and hits Nekomaru on the butt. And luckily, he's a living cat truck because no one would have noticed. Yeah, so he goes, and he crawls over. Yeah. And they're like, what's wrong, Nekomaru? And uh, Sasuke, goes, Sasuke goes, this was in his butt. Yeah. Pulled out, and it's a message. Yeah, Ninja Man is coming. Get to the meteor site. Yeah, Daimo wants Daimo wants him, you know, as an ally. Uh, the meteor lands, and it's a... Well, we don't see the meteor land, but we see where it ended up, which is a kind of caught amongst... Uh, caught, like, amongst a fishing net. Well, we do see the meteor crash, and then we see a blue light take off, and we see this jug going, because finally I'm free. Mm. Uh, we see it, like, caught in... It's in the water, and it's caught in, like, a... Just... I want to say, like, a net or something like that. Yeah. But the jar's there, and these kids come by, and the jar's, like, yelling at them, like, hey, hey, come here, come here, and wink. Yeah, it sounds like children. Yeah, yeah. Hey, open me up. Yeah. Open, open me out. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, Dymo gives us a little exposition, which is... One second. Kids, if you're listening, and you ever come upon a jar with a face that's saying, hey, let me out, let me out, call an adult. That's Satan. (laughs) (laughs) And unless you hail him, you know, you don't need to let that out. Yeah. So, Dymo gives us a little exposition that that jar can only be opened by the by the bloodline of um, Surahime. Yeah. So that means there's only two people that could do it. So Hakumenro. Hakumenro. Get down there and get that jar. Yeah. That man's going to be my disciple. Yeah. So the kids have the jar, and they're like, hey, kids, there's a... Like there's there's like a hammer on the front of this. You see that? Use that to break this open because the jar kind of has like a face and caught between its its like mouth is a like a little little golden hammer, hammer. little golden hammer. The boy tries to pull it and says, "Uh, it's no good. It's stuck." And um, the guy inside, who we come to find is Ninja Man, is like, after all this fucking time, a thousand years, I'm finally back on Earth and can't even open this thing. Yeah, cool. The little girl. Has a cookie. It sees he's like really upset, so she breaks off some of this cookie and just drops it in the he's opening like, of the you jar. You hungry, Ninja Man? I got you. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, awesome!" He started. Yeah, he's like, "My mom always taught me to look after the fragile and small." And he's like, "I'm I'm not always small, and I'm not fragile. I'm not fragile at all. Yeah, I'm Ninja Man. Yeah, <laughs> um, Ninja Man. Is this where he says what happened to him? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. Um, so the kids are walking with Ninja Man, and then some Dorodoros start chasing them. They take off. Um, in Nekomaru, the team sees these kids getting chased by Dorodoros, so they go out and they go to fight them. And the, they kind of get the Dorodoros away, and they're like, okay, kids, what's going on? They're like, well, we got this jar, and Ninja Man's inside of it. And they're yeah. like, Ninja Man, what the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> out comes this purple demon wizard. Yeah. And his name is Bakuki. I want to say vampire because this is Vampiris from... Vampiris from Power Rangers. Vampiris from Power Rangers. So, when we were watching this, Freddy goes, what episode is he from? Is he from the episode with Master Vile? And I go, no, man, he's from the episode where they meet Ninjor. It's like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. <laughs> so, yeah, he shows up on he shows up on deck, and he's like, that shit is going to come with me. Yeah. I need that jar. Uh, they don't give him the jar because, you know, Kaku Rangers. Yeah. So instead, he steals a little girl. The sister of the little boy. Yeah. I mean, the one who fed the cookies to uh, Ninja Man. Her name is Mitsuko. Mitsuko. He steals Mitsuko. Yes. And he goes, well, like, he's got the jar, he's got the girl. Yeah. But then Hakumenro shoots another mysterious arrow that hits Bakuki in the eye. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you guys are going to pay for that. Yeah. He's like, okay, you want that little girl? You need to bring it to Hell's Valley in an hour. And intact. Yeah, don't let him out. Yeah. So as soon as they leave, they're like, all right, let's let him out. They're like, yeah. Ninja Man's like, no, 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 no. That little girl sacrificed everything for me. Yeah, they all, and they're also a little bit of a uh, help from the fates here because they don't know how to even open it. And the jar starts glowing when it's near Surahime. Yeah, Surahime glows gold. The hammer glows gold. Yeah. So it's like, oh. Oh, you 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 can 
probably do that. So she pulls the hammer out and is like, no, 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 don't break me, don't break me. I got to be intact if we're going to get that girl back. She, you know, she, as Dan said, sacrificed everything yeah. for me. So I'm, I'm going to honor her and do the same. So know? they go to Hell's Valley. Yeah. And there's just a door. Yeah. Is that where he explains what happened to him? His thousand-year exile? Yeah. So this is crazy. Because Ninjor's a goofy motherfucker. And Ninja Man is tragic as shit. Yeah. Because Ninja Man was working for the three general god disciples. And an old woman comes up to him and goes, Ninja Man, Ninja Man. The yokai are disguising themselves as humans. Please help. And there's a bunch of ninja out there. And Ninja Man strikes down all of these ninja. as fuck ton of them. Yeah. Yeah. As an older woman turns back into Daimo. Yeah. And for his transgression of killing the humans, he is sent on a thousand-year exile. Now, there is a little translation error here. Because in episode one, the battle with the yokai was 2,000 years ago. Mm. So he's been... Gone for 2,000 years, or the battle was 1,000 years ago. Hey, you know, it's 6 things, one half enough. These things get muddy. Yeah. You know, we don't know. 1,000 is a nice, even number. Yeah. So let's say the battle was 1,000 years ago. Yeah. Because how would these guys have such pure heritage grandchildren that look just like them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It would have been a little diluted after a while. Yeah. Unless your family tree is straight as an arrow. Yeah. Yeah. Alabama's a rough place to talk about right now. Yep. Um, yeah, so... What happens after this? So they go to the Hell Valley, and they enter this door. Well, the door opens, and they get sucked in. Mm-hmm. And then they're in a movie theater, where they're told to put the jar in the back of the movie theater. And then they were going to watch that little girl die as a movie. Yeah. So they put the jar down, because that's what Ninja Man wants. And then they just shoot that screen. Break everybody out. Everything's broken. Uh, now the little girl, Bakuki, tons of Dorodoros are out in the quarry. Uh, Nekomaru pulls up with Junichi, which is her brother's name. Yes. And the Kaku Ranger just open up fire on everyone. Yeah. They turn around. Tsuruhime grabs a hammer, smashes that fucking jar. Ninja Man's out. Yeah. And now it is the Ninja Man show. Well... Bakuki goes gigantism. Ninja Man comes out fully giant. He's like, Ninja Man's fucking here. Yeah, so it's about a thousand years. I am ready. They start fighting. Ninja Man starts getting roasted. Yeah, because we see him take to like another, like the hellscape. Yeah, because Bakuki kind of does illusion magic. Yeah. Oh, we forgot one thing. The illusion battle? Yeah, where you sent the evil versions of... Of uh, the Kaku Ranger at themselves. It, it's real I felt fast. like it was kind of silly because they fight these like illusion cops that yeah. are firing real bullets. Yeah, <laughs> and well, they and they also yeah yeah and they but also they're running f- with a little boy. Yeah, they also and they also fight the illusion selves and all, and they got like Nightman eye makeup. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Nightman from Always, Always Sunny. Sunny, of course. Yes, of course. So. When he takes them to this, like, hell dimension, he uses more illusions, like ninjas, like the ones he killed, yeah. to attack him and to uh, drop Ninja Man, to overwhelm him. And when he does that and he can mocks Ninja Man, Ninja Man 
get mad, big style. Yeah, and he turns into what he calls his true form, Samurai Man. Yeah, he's got like a Naginata now. Yeah. And he works this silly-ass purple magician. Like, he, um, we see... Like he, we see him stab him. We see him stab him. We see him slice him up, and at the like, kind of like a, not a coup de gras, but like the the mocking blow. Well, Kakure Daishogun shows up, and so does uh, Subasamaru. Is that his name, the Falcon? I think so. Yeah, Subasamaru. Yes, Subasamaru, show up, and he's like, "Oh, masters, you're here." <laughs> yeah, uh, show uh, Samurai Man uh, gets. Uh, he gets Bakuki in his good eye. Yeah, stabs, he stabs him right in the eye. Yeah, we both winced at that because it just shows like it's the still of this fucking costume, just ahead of it, and just this like rubbery naginata just going into it. Yeah, and then he steps back and he does his little like key blast. Yeah, his samurai man key blast. Yeah, we'll call it that. Uh, yeah. Which stuns Bakuki. And then it does the final, like, uh, suba- super Kakure Dai Shogun smash where he puts both fists through a man's chest. Mm-hmm. And that kills Bakuki. Yeah. And Ninja Man turns back. They do a little, nice little pose off. And Daimo appears in the sky and he goes, oh, man, you're going to work for me. You yeah. have fun working for those Kakure Ranger right now. Because you're going to be the end of them. Yeah, don't worry. They're going you they're going to die because of you and then you're going to come work with me. Yep, giving off a very ominous threat. Yeah. We uh, we end the episode with uh the Kaku Ranger kind of like, "Where's Ninja Man at? Where's the kids at?" Yeah. And out comes giant Ninja Man on a cloud holding the kids and he's like, "I'm going to show you the edge of the sky for saving me." And that's murder. That sounds like, yeah, that sounds like you're taking kids into the atmosphere. That sounds like you're about to go on another thousand-year quest <laughs> through space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does sound like you're going to do some more time in a garbage can in space. Yeah, it sounds like that's how you're going to give the alien rangers of Aquatar their, <laughs> their battle boards. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome if it's just the same person if... Ninja Man was, and he who shall not be named. Yeah, if they were like the same person, like, like across the two shows, you know. Yeah, and that's how they got the. God, that'd be great. That'd be awesome. I, I killed some. I can't do it. That's mockery. He doesn't come over to this show. He doesn't like this show. <laughs> well, like if he just like had a thing where he's like, yeah, I killed some kids. Uh, I killed the, some ninjas one day, yeah. and then I took some kids to space. My first day out, would you know it, I killed some kids. I didn't know they would blow up. First day out, <laughs> yeah. I got my nut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> first, yeah, first day out, free some kids in the atmosphere. They die. Another thousand years. <laughs> they found me a new jar. This one was a little smaller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, for, that's for repeat offenders. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, we got Ninja Man in the show, y'all. Yeah, Ninja Man, that's exciting. Yeah, that is exciting. That I'm is exciting. Very happy to see this big blue boy. Yeah. Now, a lot of people say, a lot of people meaning three comments that I read on the internet this week. Yeah. Said Kaku Ranger deserved a sixth Ranger. It's unfair that they didn't. They they did. They got Ninja Man. Yeah. 
Ninja Man's a walk and talk and mentor. Mm -hmm. Trained directly under the three god generals. Yeah, he's a disciple of them. Yeah. And he's dope. He looks dope. He sounds dope. He is voiced by uh, Takuzo Kamiya, who, if you're a One Piece fan, Mm. that's Frankie. That Frankie. Yeah. Loves soda. (laughs) That's super Frankie. Yeah. Now... That's exciting because my girlfriend loves Frankie. That's her favorite One Piece character. She takes a lot of embarrassing photos in Frankie poses. Mm-hmm. You know, that's yeah. just her. That's that's yeah. how she do. That's how we're going to relate. That's her path. I'm going to show her Ninja Man and say, that's Frankie. Yeah. That's yeah. pre-Frankie. That's an N. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you want to check out some pre-Frankie? Yeah. That yeah. sounds like a sexual maneuver. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, that's... that's, that's the best thing when you when you trick your girlfriend into liking the same stuff you like. Yeah. Nothing feels better. It's good. <laughs> so I think we're going to end it. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to our fucking terrible show. Yeah. We can't thank you so enough for listening to this. I don't know what I cut out. I don't know if I cut anything out. Yeah. I definitely cut at least one thing out. Yeah. One thing. Yeah. <laughs> we bring you new episodes every Monday and Thursday on your favorite podcast and we're on all of them so go get you some we want to thank Rainer for the use of our theme song Power Playthrough if you want to go get yourself a digital download of that you can head over to rainer.bandcamp.com while you're there go get yourself a copy of their new EP Scenery and also get yourself a blue vinyl if you like the show a lot and you'd like to support us financially you can head over to patreon.com slash powerplaythrough where we are doing New episodes every week of Big Bad Beetleborgs. Oh, you got sad at the end. Did I? Yeah. Well, I was thinking about adding Big metallics. Big Bad Yeah, but we're not there yet. Yeah, I was. Uh, I just like saying that because I know how the stupid way they changed the theme song. Yeah. Uh, but we are doing that for the foreseeable future, a couple yeah. months. Yeah. And then who knows what's next. But while you're there, you can also get our previous 30 episodes of VR Troopers available wherever fine podcasts are sold, Yeah, you which can, is Patreon. Yeah, you can go back and, uh, and see, uh, or listen, I should say. You can go back and listen to what most definitely is took a, a descent f- into madness. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that's everything. Follow us on social media at Power Playthrough on Instagram, P Playthrough on Twitter and Facebook. Freddie is Chief Robeer three one five on Twitter. Is it three one five? Probably. Yes. 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 On Twitter, I'm it's Dark Tiger. Uh, that's everything. We love you three thousand, and may the power protect you. Squan comments. I really do. I hope you don't go to jail for that. (laughs) Who's going to be the fucking psycho that does this with me?